Love and Sensibility, episode number four, this thing called love. Hey, yo, this is John Lee Dumas with Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Love and Sensibility with Ian Floyd. You must be prepared to ignite. It's time for Love and Sensibility, the show that takes the mystery out of love, romance, and dating by taking a common sense approach. Join Ian and special guest experts as they give you the tips, tools, and advice you need to help you have the love life you've always wanted. Whether you're married, dating, or single and looking, get ready to take your love life to the next level. Now, here's your host, Ian Floyd. Hey, and welcome to this edition of Love and Sensibility. I am your host, Ian Floyd, and I'm going to take you through the ever-changing waters of love, romance, dating, and all things in between. doesn't matter whether you're single and looking, whether you're in a relationship right now or you're married, there's something here on the show for you. It all applies. You know, starting out when you're dating, you know, understanding things when you are dating at the dating stage or when you're looking, you know, is going to help you down the line to have long and healthy relationships. And that is what I'm here to do. So welcome. Really appreciate it, guys. And you, If you're a first timer, you know, we're not here talking about finances. We're here talking about your heart. You know, we're not talking about entrepreneurship. We're talking about the heart. We're talking about love, guys. You know, the thing that, you know, has uh, launched a thousand ships, you know. But we're, you know, this segment's going to be really interesting because I'm not going to have a guest on this segment. It's just going to be you and me. We're just going to talk. And by the way, I have to let you know I have a cold. You know, my voice is a little more raspy. You might get a few um, grunts in me clearing my throat, and I apologize for that. I'm going to try to take most of that out during the editing process of this, of this show. But if, you know, if something is there and it's mixed in with a word or two, uh, you might hear it. So I just want to apologize up front um, for that. So trying to hang in there, but um, you know, this, this, this uh, little throat thing is killing me, but um, I want to be there for you. And that's why I'm here. So let's get on with it. Let's really um, talk about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> this show is going to be really, really good. And, I say it's going to be really good because this is the crux of everything. Going forward, this show is going to talk to you about love, about what love is, what love isn't. It's it's about the essence of why relationships are what they are. And that's you understanding what love truly, truly is. And that's what we're going to discuss on the show. So are you ready? Let's get into it. So let's talk about this this thing called love. What is love? You know, people have all these definitions, I think, of love, and or maybe they don't define it, or maybe they characterize it as some type of mood that people are in, you know. But you know that feeling that you get, you know, that feeling that makes you, oh, that makes you all like, oh, baby, oh, yes, and uh, I got to be around you, and you, you make me feel so good. You know, it's like getting that fresh, crispy cream donut that you get right when it, you know, when the sign says hot and you want that donut right now, that's how that, and love just makes you, I got to be with you, baby. Okay, baby, with you is that, or that time where, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. On three, hang up. One, two, I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. Well, come on. But you know what I mean? That type of thing that makes you get all that funny, fuzzy feeling. Is that love? Well, I'm here to tell you something. That love is not an emotion or a feeling. 
That's right. Love is not an emotion or a feeling. You might be shocked to hear that. Some people might know that, but I think a lot of you will be shocked to hear that because everybody knows. Now, some of you are going to say, Ian, don't tell me that love is not a feeling or emotion. I know what love is. I've had my heart broken. Don't be telling me that love is not an emotion or a feeling because you're crazy. Now, hold on a second. Well, here's the deal. This is why you know that love is not emotion or feeling. It doesn't, because that feeling, that warm and fuzzy other stuff, that stuff goes over time. You know, we call it the honeymoon phase, that that time when you'll do just about anything for that person, nothing they can do is wrong. And, and you know, then six months down the line, I don't know why they're clicking their teeth like that. I don't know why they eat their food like that. Why do they eat with their mouth open? You know, next thing you know, it's like, why are the shoes laying all around? Mm. Don't even wash the socks. You know, all of a sudden, the little things, he's like, you know, and what? I, I didn't know she looked like that without makeup. You know, um, don't she care about her hair? Why is she wearing her hair to, mm, rollers? For real? Anyway. So now all the real stuff starts to come out, and all of a sudden, the criticisms in your head start to come out. You know, so what happened? Did you think you just fell out of love? Is that what you think happened? Just all of a sudden, you're not in love anymore? No. Love is not an emotion or a feeling. Let me tell you what love really is. Now, are you ready for this? So if love is not an emotion or feeling, what is it? Love is a choice. You're going, what? Love is a choice. Ah, uh, beat me up. There's no intelligent life forms left on this planet. Love is a choice. And love is a choice because you have to choose every single day to wake up and love that person. Because if love was a feeling or an emotion, every time you had an issue or you were mad, see, that would mean that you're not in love with that person. And that's not true because your emotions go up and down. Love is consistent. Love should be consistent. It's something that you choose to do each and every day, no matter what's going on. That's what most people don't seem to understand or get. And that's why you have this high divorce rate because love is something you have to fight for. It's something that you choose to wake up and say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to not allow these other little things to cause me not to want to love this person. So that I don't choose not to, you know, it's, there's no such thing as the perfect relationship. And I've said before, I've been married 16 years, you know, it's, it has its ups and downs. Marriage is just that. But you know, when you're with another person, you're going to have ups and downs. That's just life. Being with another person means that you have to deal with sometimes the person not being in sync with you. Sometimes, you know, I get up sometimes I'm not a morning person. My wife's more of a morning person. I am, and she's not a night person. Um, I tend to wear my emotions on my sleeve. So when I get up in the morning, I'm grumpy. You know, if I have to get up too soon, too early, I am grumpy. It's just who I am. I, it's nothing to do with, you know, um, how I feel about my wife or anything else. That's just how, who I am in the morning. You know, I, I'm, I have a hard time waking up, at, you know, and tuning in in the morning. Once, you know, once I kind of give me about an hour and I'm awake and, you know, I've had a little bit to eat or something like that, then I feel much better. But in general, you know, I, that's who I am as a person. You know, my wife loves me in spite of that. So you understand what I'm saying? So there are things that happen. There are things that, you know, ah, my wife's not perfect. There are things that I overlook or things that are, that are you know, they're, they're minor things in, in, this, in, the, in the scheme of things, but a lot of people make things major, you know? 
there are lots of little things, you know, I'm, I'm more of the organizer when we go travel and stuff. My wife, you know, I won't let her do uh, the travel stuff because she always messes it up. And, you know, there's just detailed stuff that I'm more in tune to. That's who I am. You know, I don't like things being, you know, messed up when, when we go, especially when we're going on a trip, you're going overseas, you're doing something. I need everything working. That's the, and my wife is kind of like, you know, she just want to get through it. And she's not, she doesn't pay attention to detail in those things. But in other things, she's very detailed. When it comes to business stuff, comes to things, she's very detailed, better than I am. So it's just really interesting how that dynamic works. And, you know, there are things, there are times where you feel like you don't feel like loving somebody just because you're mad. You know, you feel like that, you know, because our emotions are high and something happened and, and you, you, you're angry. And, but, you know, love is what gets you through all of that. Love, that choice of loving someone is what gets you through every day. It's what, it's what makes all the wrongs right. You know, if, if everybody would just get this idea that, you know, when you love somebody, you, it's something that you actually make a choice to do. And, and a lot of it's, you know, it's being mature. It's about having mature take on life, understanding that people are people, knowing how to forgive people. You know, I'm not telling that, letting somebody walk over you. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about just everyday stuff that happens in relationships and life that we're not always perfect in. And you have to learn how to look at things for what they are. You know, you'll see couples talking about, oh, he's done blah, 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 blah. When they first got married, I guarantee you, whatever that thing that she's letting go now was probably irking her. In the very, very beginning, she learned how to deal with that. She learned that it was not that serious. As you get older in, in your relationship, and then hopefully as a person, you get more mature, you start to realize that certain things just don't matter. They don't matter that much. The things I used to fight for when I was young, one, I don't have the energy to fight for anymore when I'm a little, now I'm a little more seasoned. Uh, you know, I don't have that energy. You know, I don't have that, that even the mindset to want to, you know, have those type of disagreements or deal with those things that really just don't matter. You know, you got the old saying, you got to pick your battles. You do. You have to pick your battles. Certain things are just not worth fretting over or getting upset over. You know, life is too short and there's too many things that, you know, I want to be doing than worrying about how long I'm going to be mad at my spouse or, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to have my way in this, you know, and a lot of it's just ego driven. It has nothing to do with your overall relationship. You know, when you're looking at things just because you want to be right, that's not being mature. You know, just because you want to be right is not a good enough reason. Do you know that you are both wrong? If, if you're, if you're in a serious relationship, you're married, especially if one person is wrong, uh, or if you, you know, you're both wrong because you are a partnership. So if you're trying to win a fight, you both lose. The idea is to try to find a happy medium, a compromise, try to find that place in your relationship where you can say, you know what, you can, if that's, that's your thing, I'm okay with that. You know, if this is, this is so much more important to you than it is to me, you know, if you feel like this is important, fine, I'll give in. It's not that big a deal. But a lot of us, we stand toe to toe and we want to fight about things that really just doesn't matter. And so you, instead of really learning to love each other, being being uh, loving towards each other, you rather stand and be right. And that is so wrong on so many levels, you know, and you're not going to have a good relationship if, if you're, you know, all you do want to do is be right all the time. If that's your goal is just to be right, you know, then you need to be by yourself. I just have to be real. You know, if you, if you can't adjust and if it's all about you, all about your ego, all about being right, you're simply not ready to be in a relationship. 
And that person deserves to be with somebody who is less ego driven, somebody who wants to compromise, somebody that's willing to love them despite their flaws. And I'm not, when I say flaws, I'm not talking about, you know, um, cheating on each other. That's not flaw. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a major problem, major issue. I'm just talking about little things like taking out the garbage or not picking up your shoes or, or what have you, just, just different little things that might irk one person or the other. And, you know, you choose to, to make a big deal out of it. And <clears throat> a lot of times it's not that big a deal, you know, sitting down and talking about it and compromising. And what the other thing too, that helps it when you're in, in love in the love aspect is communicating about your needs, communicating what's important to you, and then really understanding how important is it really to you? You know, is an issue that important to you or have you just learned to make it important to you because what you've always done, <clears throat> there's a difference between something that's really a, a major issue for you or something that's just a learned behavior and you just always got your way on that issue. And, and, you know, that's just a level of, you know, maturity or, you know, or immaturity, I should say, you know, you have to realize that is this worth fighting over this situation, a big deal. Nine out of 10 times, most things you argue about are not a big deal. And most of the time, the other thing about, um, now we're just, we're, we're kind of segue into like arguing, arguing. Um, if you talk about arguments, most people are not even arguing about the issues uh, that is really bothering them. It's usually arguing, arguing a symptom of a bigger problem. So I just want to kind of put that out there because, you know, people get into arguments <clears throat> it's because you haven't communicated and now you're really arguing about something else. And that's why a lot of relationships get in deep trouble because they spend so much time not communicating by the time it gets to the real, by the time they break down and it's, it's they're just arguing all the time. They don't even know what they're arguing about anymore because everything's now about symptoms. You got so used to dealing with symptoms that you never really dealt with the real problem and you should have dealt with that right away. And this is what loving each other really helps to prevent, you know, those ongoing arguments because if you truly love each other and you truly want the best for each other. You truly um, <clears throat> see each other as an asset and a value. Then you're going to do things that are kind of, Make sure that you communicate in to keep your relationship fresh and new. You know, it's like, it's like your car. You know, when you first get your car, a brand new car, brand new paint job, you know, you, you're, you're taking it to the car wash every week and, you know, you're waxing it down, cleaning out the interior, you're putting the, um, the armor all on the tires, you're doing all the things that make keep the car looking good. And then as soon as you get that first little dent in your car, all of a sudden, yeah, you don't take your car to the car wash as much, you know, it, you know, kind of something drops on the rug. I'll get to it later. You know, next thing you know, it's accumulating, accumulating that little dent turned into something bigger and your car's a, oh, car's a mess. And, and it was all because this little dent over here that, you know, uh, made you think different about the car. You know, relationships can be the same way. You know, you, <clears throat> something happens and then you don't deal with it. And then later on it keeps going and going and going. And next thing you know, it's, it's a mess and you don't even know how you got there. You just kind of checked out because whatever reason you weren't communicating that particular need, that particular issue, and you just kind of checked out of the relationship slowly over time. And these things don't happen. You know, these, these arguments or these major things don't happen um, overnight. They happen over time. And so you have to kind of realize that that's what's going on is that um, this has been ramped up. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're arguing, you need to sit down and go, you know, let me think about what it is. I'm really feeling what it is. Is it really about this incident or is it really about something about 
something else that I'm just being irritated because of this situation, and, you know, and think back, think hard about what it is that's really bothering you. And then just have a powwow. Just sit down and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I'm getting myself worked up over things that are not even that important, but here's what's going on. Here's what's going on with me. This is what happened. I never got it addressed and you probably didn't even mean it. Or this probably wasn't even a big deal if I would have addressed it at the beginning. But I just want to tell you that how this is how this made me feel. You know, X, Y, Z, and you lay it out and say, you know what? You know, so because if you if you do that and you do that with a loving heart, and you do that in the beginning and you keep you you have that kind of uh give and take in your relationship, then it's easier to do down the line. And you realize a lot of times that you're upset about something, it's really not something that was done on purpose. You know, it was something that it was a misunderstanding or someone didn't know they hurt your feeling because they didn't know that was important to you. Because a lot of times we, and um, this happens a lot with women, you know, I'm going to say this women, I mean, does that with men, I'm not going to be totally one-sided on this, but it happens a lot with women. You know, women, you guys, a lot, a lot, uh, a lot of times you'd like to make us mind readers. You want us to know how you're feeling. We should just know. You should just know how I feel. You should know. I shouldn't have to tell you. You should know. You should just know that I'm I'm feeling vulnerable right now, and you should just know that. You know, and we we don't know. You know, what happens, a lot of us, you know, we're oblivious because a lot of men, now, by the way, I, I actually tend to be the opposite. Me and my wife are opposites this way, but I understand both sides. So, but we tend to be, um, Men tend to be very aloof. You know, we're, we're fix-it type people, you know, and I'm, I'm, I am like that. I am the fix-it type, but I have a little bit more of my emotions that I, I'm, I wear. Um, but most men, they're fix-it people, and they're looking, to, they're looking to fix your relationship, you know, or fix the situation by a yes, no, check the box. Okay, are we done? You know, it's just that simple. And a lot of times you think they should know something and they don't know it and because they've never been told it's something that you're expecting. So it means that you need to lower your expectations and then raise your level of communication so that they can understand so they know what they're doing. It's not fair to hold somebody accountable for something you're feeling that, they, that you never expressed to them. And just saying that they should have known is not good enough. Your responsibility in your relationship is to make sure that that person understands. They understand how you feel and understands what's going on in your head. And don't assume that us guys, we just are going to know what's going on in your head <clears throat> because we don't, and we don't wear emotions the same way that you do. So things don't, we're not in touch with our feelings in that way. So a lot of things don't hit us and strike us the same way. We say something, it's just a response. And you're on the other hand, you know, that your feelings just got crushed because it has something to do with something else that we had no clue about, you know, but don't blame us for, for God making us that way. God made us that way and it serves us well in other situations. So you don't want to change a man from being that way. You just need to understand why a man is that way. And then the same way with men, we need to understand that women need that. When they come to you and communicate these things to you, you need to understand that, hey, this is a woman. This is how she thinks. And she needs that reinforcement. She needs that security of you acknowledging that emotion. You know, once you, when, when men and women understand those things, that this is what a woman needs, what a man needs, and this is how a man operates, how a woman operates, <clears throat> then, then we have a, a communication um, uh, match. You know, it's not, it's not that we need, and I said this on my, my opening show, it's not that we need to think like women. Men need to think like women. It's not like women need to think like men. What it is is that we need to, we need to know that we do not process 
things the same way and not hold us to the standard of each other. So if I, you know, if I, if a man has a standard, you don't hold a woman to that same standard because she doesn't process things the same way as you do and vice versa. A woman doesn't hold a man to the standard of what she's, what she expects. You know, you have to communicate. Some people get it off the bat. You know, you'll see relations where people naturally get that, but that's not, that's not the norm. That's, that's, uh, uh, that is, you know, not the rule you know, it's the exception. So you have to understand that. So don't look at somebody else really well. They just get it. You know, first of all, you don't know what anybody's gone through and what they've worked at to get to where they're at, you know, or, you know, you just don't know that. So don't ever look at someone else's relationship and judge your relationship by theirs. You know, you're two different people and the way that you get to certain things is not necessarily going to be the same way that other people do as well. So, so understand that it's really important that, you know, couples, when, when this thing called love, this whole realm of love, once you understand that you get out of the, get out of the um, emotion of it, and, uh, and I know it's harder for women to do that than it is for men, but when you realize that the emotion of love, it, it, it cannot be one and the same. And, this, and then you realize that um, you can do much more to sustain, to sustain your relationship. Because once you understand that principle of what really love is, once you understand the essence of what love is, it's a lot easier to make decisions and to do things to create the atmosphere. Now, by the way, one thing I didn't touch on is that, you know, the loving someone creates that emotion, that emotion that you have, you know, is stems out of that, that creation of loving somebody that causes people to feel certain ways that causes people to react a certain way. It is not, it's not the other way around. That feeling is not love. Love creates that feeling, you know? So you can, that's why people can rekindle their relationships. That's why they can rekindle their marriages. That's how people can always come out of that dark cloud because they can make a choice to do so. You can choose that. And then when, when you've gotten to that point where you can choose to love somebody and, and let's talk about, you know, how love, you know, what, how love manifests itself. You know, what is love in people in general? Now, when I say it's a choice, so what does that mean? What are you, what are you choosing to do? Let me break it down for you. This is where I derive love from. And before we get started here, you know, I, you know, I, I may have mentioned on shows before that, you know, I'm a Christian and that. This show is not a Christian based show, but I guess it is a Christian based show because I'm a Christian, but it's not, I don't, I don't try to influence you, um, to do anything or try to steer you in a direction, um, based on, I tell you what I believe and you make your choice from there. Um, but I want to tell you why this is important because I don't want people to, to think that I'm trying to throw religion at you. I mean, this is my belief and I believe, and I look at it from a, from a standpoint that if you listen to what I'm saying and listen to these words that are written it's the, from the greatest book ever written, as far as I'm concerned, you'll understand the essence of what love is. And it's really important that you get this down because people will tell you all these things. And I believe that this defines love better than anything. And um, this is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And this is from the New International Version. So, But I don't want you to get offended, but I want you to understand that this makes sense. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor each other. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. I have yet to find a greater definition of love than this. You can look at all, I was looking at some, um, 
articles online, Googling love. And, you know, one of these articles was like telling me about how, um, the, like it's one of the greatest love, uh, you know, the greatest emotion, you know, and I was like, no, that's not love. You know, that's not it. And it was, it was really interesting because I was like, okay, this is the kind of stuff that's out there and it gets people messed up. You know, it says, so one, one article is like five theories on the greatest emotion of all love, you know, and you know, if you buy into that theory, it's emotion, then you buy into the idea that love is only about what you feel in the moment, which means that people are always turning love on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. Whenever they feel something, it becomes, it's not love because you can't hold two emotions at the same time. You can't be mad and love someone at the same time. You can't, so you can't be happy and sad at the same time. It's just, you can't do that. So that's why it doesn't make sense that love is an emotion. So I just want you, I want to reiterate that with you guys. You know, love is not an emotion. Love is a choice. This is what, but love in itself is what I read to you earlier. Um, and when you look at those principles and you practice those principles, you know, it's almost like the, you know, the golden rule principle, you know, do unto others as you have them do unto you. You know, you, and, you know, I say that, I want to say this, you know, you want to love someone like yourself, but I hesitate in saying that just a little bit because not everybody knows how to love themselves. And that is another issue um, for another show. But, you know, that, that issue right there prevents a lot of people from loving other people because if you can't love yourself, if you don't know how to love yourself, you can't very well love someone else. It's just, it's just really that simple because love is derived out of a love for yourself. You know, love, you, that's how you, that's how you uh, measure it, you know, of what you do is by loving yourself. You know, people um, get abused because they don't love themselves. So I want you to, you know, so I, I kind of hesitate to say that because not everybody, you know, is ready uh, or understands that and they, they can't love themselves. Then, you know, you're setting yourself up for um, a failure. But like I said, we'll, we can talk about that on another episode, but you know, I, I think, you know, you're getting where I'm going here and I hope that this makes sense to you because I don't want you to feel, um, you know, lost out in there. My, my biggest goal, like I said in my first show, my intro episode, my biggest goal is just wanting you to get it, wanting you to have what I have, wanting you to have a great relationship, wanting you to be able to work out things and not let things get so bad that you can't handle them. You know, and it starts with having a foundation of love, having that foundation of understanding, you know, what love really is and what it isn't, you know, and what, um, and what responsibility that you have within love. And when you can do that, you know, and, and maybe I'm making this sound a little complicated or maybe it's not, maybe it's not the warm and fuzzies that you were, you were hoping for, but really it is. And when I say that it's because when you do it right and when you love someone, when you make a choice, there's, there's something bigger than just the emotion. You know, there's something greater than that. It's like you chose, I'm like, I'm going to love this person. I'm going to give that person my all today. No matter how I feel, I'm going to choose to love this person. And it makes you look at things and deal with things differently. It makes you not um, take things so personal. When you look at someone, you say, I'm just going to love you. I'm just going to love you, you know, and you can get through a lot more obstacles when you do that. If you, if love is the emotion, then you're, you're flipping all over the place. You know, someone says something and you go off and it leads on to something else and blah, blah, blah. And you have this big emotional thing, roller coaster going on. Then that person is responding to your emotion and boom, you're, you're fighting and then you're slamming doors or whatever and you're in your own room. But the idea is that knowing that love is a choice 
and that you can make it every day and you can choose to love somebody. And when you know how to love yourself and you love someone with all your heart, you're going to really see a blossoming in your relationship and you're going to see a difference then and you'll be able to make better choices too because if you love yourself you're not going to let someone you're not going to let somebody into your life that doesn't love you so that's where it starts as well so if you don't love yourself um you know that's a whole like i said that's a whole different issue but that really is the ground floor you love yourself you can love someone else and you'll make better choices and that's what i want from you i want for you guys to make better choices better relationship choices and you can do it you can do it, but you have to understand the foundation. We can't go anywhere in a serious relationship without you understanding that basic foundation of what love is. So I hope I was able to convey that to you correctly. I mean, it's a, it can get deep. It sounds like it could be a little deep, and, and but it really isn't. It's really as simple as I just said. It's about making a choice. And some of you are going to be like, ah, it can't be that easy. It's all the emotion. No, the emotion is the side effect. You know, and, and when you love somebody and you love them the right way, um, that you can, that emotion can be under control and you can really have a fabulous, amazing relationship um, and, uh, and trust me, I know I'm doing it, you know, and I've been in bad relationships before. I've never been married prior to this. I think I said that in my first episode. Um, but I been in bad relationships. I've been in many bad relationships prior that I was, I was engaged twice, never got married because I just knew in my heart of hearts that this was going to be a divorce, you know, waiting to happen and, you know, being young and, and naive, but I guess I wasn't too naive because I understood that this was not going to be, um, any good for either one of us. So, but, uh, so I want, I want to invite you guys over to my website, by the way, if you like my show, I really want you to do something for me. If you, if this show resonates, you resonates with you at all, you know, can you, um, like my show, leave a comment on my, on my show over at iTunes, love and sensibility, uh, com forward slash iTunes. You can leave a comment if you're not listening to this already there in iTunes. I'd really, really appreciate it because that's what helps my show rank. You know, the, the, the good ratings brings the show up and, and, uh, and it gets seen by a lot more people and I can help a lot more people, which is my goal guys is to help as many people as I can. And, um, and hopefully that, you know, you're getting something out of this and you want to pass this on, you know, also go to my, my show, loveandsensibility.com, the website, I should say, and, you know, and share it. You know, share it out in your social media. Let people know this exists. You know, let people know that there's a guy out there that really wants wants you to have amazing relationships. Whether you are dating and looking, you know, whether you're you're in a long term relationship or whether you're married, I want you to have amazing relationships. So that is my deal, guys. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, let you go off of this episode. You know, this is you know it's something too dear to my heart because. You know, I want people to understand that if they get this right, this sets the foundation for everything going forward. So um, I want to thank you so much for tuning into my show. Really appreciate it. Make sure you go over to uh, my website, Love and Sensibility, and, and download uh, my free copy of my Relationship Quick Tip Survival Guide. All you got to do is sign up for my newsletter uh, with your first name and your email address. And I will you'll be, you'll be I'll get that right out to you, download it instantly. And you also get updates on what's going on and stuff like that with the show and so forth and special, you know, things that come up from time to time. So again, guys, thank you so much. And I will catch you on the rebound. 
Thanks for listening to the Love and Sensibility Podcast. If you'd like to have your relationship questions answered on our program or simply have a suggestion or comment, please visit us on the web at loveandsensibility.com and press the Leave a Message tab or drop us an email at askian at loveandsensibility.com. That's A-S-K-E-A-N at loveandsensibility.com. Dawn, that's the end.